Hey everyone, and welcome to Wedding Videography for Beginners. I am your host, Phil Beabout, and today we are talking with Alicia Piol Hunter of Alicia Films on all things elopements. Alicia has been featured in Rock and Roll Bride and Wedding Chicks. She is an amazing filmmaker. Uh, I would I would really be sad if I found out that you guys weren't following her on Instagram. I genuinely enjoy her reels. <laughs> That's, that is not a joke. Uh, so I am super stoked to have her on today. Alicia, how are you doing? I am doing so well today, Phil. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here and talk on a podcast. It's been a while since I've been on a podcast, so this is exciting. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, no, we're going to have a lot of fun. So ah, let's let's start at the beginning. What got you started in videography? Okay. This is like my favorite question. So here we go. It's a story. So I always had like a camera in high school and in college. And whenever I would go on trips with my friends, like Mexico, Hawaii, road trips, anything, I would always use that like video record mode on my $400 little Nikon ghetto camera to make a video and like iMovie. And it was just for fun. It was a hobby. Like I would post on YouTube and I thought about making like a travel blog once upon a time, but that didn't happen. So yeah, fast forward junior year of college, my mom who does wedding photography as like her own side hustle approached me and was like, Hey, so you have a camera, you have a drone. Mind you, it was the GoPro, um, karma drone. I had one of those too. So she looked at me and she goes, you have a camera you have a drone. Why don't you come with me this summer to film wedding videos for all of my couples? And at first I was like, no, 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 no. That's so much pressure. Um, I don't want to do that. I want to deal with bridezillas. That sounds Mm. like not a good time and all that. And she was like, no, it's not like that. Just do it. Do it for free. There won't be any pressure. Like if you, you know, they're not paying you anything just to see if you like it. You know, it's, it's a win-win either way. And I was like, okay, fine. So this was back in 2018 and I did like two or three weddings with her that summer. And it was at that point where I was like, man, like I like it. I want to do it, but it's so much money to invest. It's so much time. I was going to school in college to be a school counselor. So I was getting like a teaching degree and a psychology degree. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Then fast forward to that fall. My mom was actually getting married to my now stepdad and as a bridesmaid. So like me and my sister were her bridesmaids. I am sitting in the chair the morning of her wedding, getting my hair and makeup done. And she looks at me and she goes, Hey, so do you mind making a wedding video? And I was like, I know you're joking because I don't have my camera with me. And you know, I can't, I'm a bridesmaid. And she was like, no, no, it's fine. Just, just do it on your iPhone. And I was like, mom, seriously. And she was like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Like, please. And I was like, okay, consider it your wedding present. So I started running around the venue, like with my, like a chicken with its head cut off, trying to get all this like B-roll on my iPhone. Okay. And at the end of the day, it was a great wedding. I had to have, I had to like hire my family to like hold their iPhones up, like during the ceremony so that they could get like ceremony footage, you know? Mm-hmm. After the wedding, I stitched a video together and it just like hit me that I was like, 
okay, I get it now. Not only is this like an important day, obviously it's a wedding day, but like this is a video that the whole family enjoys. And when I posted it on Facebook, it just was like, it was amazing. It was the first time I've ever seen my grandma cry. Like my toast, I made everyone laugh. Like it was just something to look back on that I was like, oh, now I get it. This is like this making wedding videos. It like has so much meaning and joy and that passion, like I think sparked in me from my mom's wedding. So it then fast forward to January of 2019. So just a couple months after that, I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to just do it like a side hustle, like my mom. And it's so funny because when you start a business, you're like, yeah, let me just like make the Instagram account and then I'm done. No, that's what I did. I just made the Instagram name Alicia Films and considered that the start of my business. <laughs> and yeah, now here I am today. So yeah, well, you, you've, you've definitely come, so you've come a long ways. And what's, what's crazy <laughs> yeah. is I don't, I don't want this to sound demeaning. So please don't take this the wrong way. But that okay. video that you shot on an iPhone, just the <laughs> iPhone is going to be cherished forever. You know what I mean? I that wasn't a big production. That wasn't a $20,000 red. Like that was on an iPhone and everyone is going to love that for the rest of their lives. Like that's what did. I really I enjoy. Anyone really cared so cared. much about the quality when they're like watching yeah. themselves. They know? didn't ask you like so what like, frame rate you were shooting in or they didn't, you know it what I mean? It was just like, straight out of <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> video. I don't even think I messed with the settings. Like, I don't even think I went to that quality button and changed like 4k or anything. Well, I don't I mean, even know how to do that. 2018. No. I don't even know if it had those options, but yeah. Good yeah, no, time. The, yeah. The only reason why I bring that up is because you see people in Facebook groups get really wrapped around the axle about all these different settings and requirements and yes. couples don't give a shit. Like they just want a good quality product that's going to make them laugh and make them cry. And if you could do that with an iPhone, you're set. (laughs) Absolutely agree. I talk about that all the time in my mentorship calls. I'm like, don't let the YouTubers convince you that you need all this gear. Because at the end of the day, your couple is a not, they're non-videographers more than likely. And they cannot tell the difference between you shooting in 60 frames per second to 24 frames per second or 10 bit to eight bit. And like, Mm -hmm. you're the only one that's going to critique that work. So like do get what you need and what you want and go from there. Yeah, no, it's, um, I try to tell, like we, we upgraded to Sony's. So we got an FX three. Hey, Sony day. Yeah, no, we, we got, we got rid of the Panasonic's, we got Sony's and uh, that cost us 12 grand. Like that was a big, yeah, that was a, like, that was a thing where we had to like sit down and be like, now I got to shoot two extra weddings this year to cover for all this shit. So, uh, but I, I'm glad we did. Like, I'm not going back my, I'll never get rid of my, we were thinking about trying to grab another FX three, but you can't get them until like June right now. So. Oh my gosh. Do you get yeah, the Sony A7IV? Yeah, I do. I have one. Yep. Ayo. I like it. A lot of people hate on it. I like it. Yeah. Have you? What? So we're getting, yeah. I listen to people like, oh, it's just 60. <laughs> people, I'm going to catch a lot of shit for this podcast episode. I can feel it already. I know. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, people are like, oh, it crops in at 4K60. Okay. Let's just do some basic math then. All right. Let's not get all crazy with you can't buy the camera because it doesn't shoot. Uh, 
uncropped in 4K24 and 4K60. No, it's just, you know, it's going from 35 millimeters to 44. Like that's, uh, so let's yeah. not get all ridiculous, but I love it. I, I think it's You're light. Composition, just like take a step back. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Right. Exactly. Just take know, three that, steps backwards. Yes. Like, can the tripod not move? I'm confused. Oh, you shouldn't be on Sorry, a tripod quick, anyways. Quick gear, um, review there. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, have so completely since we're way off topic right now. The um, have you updated it? No. Have you done the new update? It is a fucking nightmare. What? Like I, I want to do a YouTube hey. video on updating the A7 IV because you have to. Do you have a Do you have a Mac or are you on a PC? I I'm Mac. Okay. Is it a silicon based Mac or is it Intel? See how nerd diddy like um, nerdy dirty you gotta I get seven, right now? I seven process, so I'm pretty sure that means Intel, right? Intel. So you're in a good spot because you only oh. have to install like two pieces of software to do the update. The silicon based Mac, because I got a Mac Studio sitting here. Yeah, I didn't. I abandoned it. Like I reinstalled everything on our twenty nineteen MacBook Pro and did it through it because you got to go into like the kernel of the Mac and I ain't doing that. Like I used to be in it and I'm still not going to do that. Like I'm not going to mess wow. with those settings just to install an update for my camera because you can't put it on a memory card and plug it in like normal. It's got to be connected you to your, no, it's got to be hooked up through the USB C cable and it does everything. Yeah. Like you got to download these special drivers, then download the update and then the update is runs through a program. It's not running. It's, it's not like just putting like a bin file in a a memory card and slapping it in and hitting update on the camera with a full battery. Anyone can see my face right now. I'm in utter shock. I haven't dealt with this yet. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a straight train wreck because for me, they're my tripod cameras for like uh, 4K at 24. Because I already have the yeah. Sony A7S III for my 4K at 60, you know, mm-hmm. camera all day. Uncropped. You had to get so, that uncropped. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I was like, so my A7IVs are my tripod cameras, but now I haven't dealt with that yet. Oh, I'm scared. It's just a pain in the ah! ass. And plus the update takes 30 minutes. So okay. when, you, well, yeah, when, when it start, starts, it takes a half an hour. And like you can't have your memory cards in it when you like, it's like, there's like rules. Like you got to read, like read the rules when you're doing, I was oh, completely on, floored at what just was going on. That was the first time I've ever had to update one of these cameras. And I was like, you got to be shitting me. Like what's going on here? Ah, so fuck. I'm not excited anymore. <laughs> it said, it said something the about improving the, yeah, well, yeah, I mean. But I don't, I don't really, I'm not going to, you know, shit all over them. Like, I still love that camera. I think it's a great hybrid camera. Like when we go to California in a couple of weeks, that's, that's all I'm bringing with me. Cause I don't, I could take a 33 megapixel photo and take 4k video. So why? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. No, right? That's I, it came with me to Sedona and the colors that came out of it was phenomenal. Yeah. I, I love S log three. Like I'm a huge fan of S log three. Ooh, I'm actually a Cinetone gal. Mm, Nice. That's what this is on right now. A lot of people will slide in my DMs and be like, so, uh, what's your S log setting? So, uh, how do you color grade? And (laughs) I don't mind questions. 
friends, but then I'm like, actually, I'm Cinetone. They're like, what? And then they start judging me. I'm like, okay, you slid into my DMs. Let's remember that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, your S-log's all grainy anyway, so get out. <laughs> you couldn't even tell. You just assumed. So what's the yeah. difference then? I don't know. So just my two cents. Yeah. You know, I, uh, so like when we were talking before we started recording, I was shooting an event last night and, uh, I was at 51,200 ISO. And oh it gosh. looked perfect. Like it Ayo, was like, I, I so showed, dang. I showed Brittany and I was <laughs> like, oh my God, like this looks perfect right now. Like there's no, and you know, cause we, we have a monitor and that kind of stuff. So I was able to look at it through a monitor, not the LCE screen. It was like, this looks fantastic. Cause most of the time in the monitor, you can see, uh, we have focus speaking turned on in the monitor and you'll see. What monitor do you have? I have a field, in the market for one. Yeah, I we have a field world LUT seven, so we can load like uh, gamut. You know, with White and Reverie Gamut, their their company, we can we have their S log conversion LUTs, and you can load it straight into the monitor. So you can just toggle that switch on and off to show. Yeah, it's my nice. color grading process. Is so not that. All right. Time yeah. to learn. We're we're talking elopements and color grading and gear. Time to change the episode. Title. Yeah, I know, right? How do we? How do we? Just <laughs> Philip and Alicia just talk things. That's uh This is what happens when you get in a room of two people who can talk forever. Yeah, yeah. That's my problem too. Is I try to limit these episodes to thirty minutes. That ain't happening today. So y'all better no. buckle up. Hope you got a long drive. And we will be right back. Are you tired of aimlessly flipping through mediocre at best music for hours? Do you find yourself wasting valuable time on projects just trying to find that perfect song? Bring in Musicbed. The first time Britt and I looked at their library, I remember saying, we could use any of these. Musicbed has a massive library of elite musicians used by brands like Nike, Samsung, Apple, and ESPN. Having a hard time finding that perfect song? Reach out to a specialist who can help do the searching for you and create a list of songs specifically for your project. Imagine the amount of stress reduction you would have with music selection being a breeze. Imagine how much time you can save during an edit by having a massive library of meticulously selected songs. What would that do for your productivity or quality of life? Musicbed is your solution. Click on our link below to see our hand-selected playlist. Use code WVFB at checkout and get your first month free when you sign up. Musicbed was simply a lifesaver for us. So let's 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 cycle back to to you, okay? Because we let's still haven't gotten off you. I know <laughs> we've diverged a little bit. I I genuinely mean this. I love your reels. I think your reels, they're original. I think they're funny. Like I was watching uh, the one that sticks out to me because I took notes on it. Uh, that sounded kind of creepy. But anyways, the uh, <laughs> it's you, you were walking the couple through like, you know, it's okay to experience these emotions. It's, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then I watched you look at the camera and you're like, I'm going to clap. And you, you synced the audio by clapping your hands. And I was like, Oh, I get it. Um, I, if, if you guys, if you have not been paying attention to her, I cannot encourage you enough (laughs) to get, to get on her Instagram because some of these are really funny. Um, 
what? I like, try. I'm 40. I try really hard I know. on those reels. So so yeah, I'm 40. So I'm not doing any reels. Like I ain't, you ain't see it. I can't do that. It would just look, I'd be like, like creepy old guy at the bar at this point. You know what I mean? Like what's that stranger uh, danger? So, well, that's so. the beauty about reels is that it's not so much TikTok. Like you don't have to do the lip singing. You don't have to do dancing. I don't, I've never danced for real. I've done oh. a lot of lip singing things, but like, um, those insightful education ones, the ones that you just brought up where it just showed like a BTS shot. It was from my tripod and, you know, I was just walking through the couple of like how to, you know, reminding them why an elopement is an elopement and why they chose to have an elopement is because like they don't have that audience. They can be themselves. They can take deep breaths. They can do whatever they want during their vows pretty much. So just reminding them of that. And it was so insightful for so many people be like, wait, what? Like I should start doing that, you know? So you can always post those and just post it as a reel, you know? Yeah, no. So we, we do reels. I, I, I do post reels. I will just take clips of weddings and turn it into a reel. Um, gotcha. And to be honest with you, I, well, I, I had a friend of mine on who was talking to us about TikTok and Matt, you know, he's crossed 110,000 followers on TikTok. And all he does is weddings. He's just, he just posts his weddings. Like he has videos with, I think one of them has 6 million views. Uh, That's awesome. One of my TikToks is about to hit 6 million. Nice. See, I didn't, I was going to, I was just about to toot my own horn about how I posted a video on Monday and it's got 26,000 views and I was very excited. And then you just crushed my hopes and dreams into the dirt. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, I actually, this was, it was very new. I never tried with TikTok. Like I wanted TikTok to be the one app for me to be like, this is the one app that's just for my personal life. I want it to be Marvel, Star Wars, cooking, cleaning, you know, non-business related. And I posted some business things on there, but it like, you know, had 20 views, five views. And then I posted this one and now my TikTok blew up. And so I was like, oh, okay. And it wasn't anything. It was me falling asleep in a park <laughs> and my couple woke me up and the the audio I put over it was the top 10 stupidest people. <laughs> and it blew up. Of course that, of course that one, you know, not surprised. Do you, bit, so. are you getting any, um, any of the money from that TikTok creator fund? Do you get anything a month or? I just applied for it. So I was nice. approved like a week and a half ago and I haven't posted any TikTok since then because I wanted to get approved by the creator fund first before I start yeah. putting energy into TikTok Makes and sense. it just got approved and I've made as of this morning, like $24. <laughs> yeah, no, it's <laughs> well, so like guys like Matt are making hundreds of dollars a month. And he's just posting a handful of videos here and there. So it's not like I was stoked. We made, we made 18 bucks off our Amazon associates account. I was like, shit like that. That's, that's one drink. Like that's, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. That's a meal. That's a lunch, you know, that's Chick-fil-A. So that's (laughs) Chick-fil-A. We actually had Chick-fil-A last night, but, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Where, where do you think if you could, this might be a hard question to ask, but where, where do you think like your favorite elopement has been? And please don't say Escondido. Oh no. Hey, that's a, that's for a wedding. <laughs> no, my favorite elopement 
Uh, I want to say, God, this is this is hard. Maybe it was Zion. Okay, I'm stuck between Zion and Oregon. So I live in Oregon, and it was actually one of the first elopements I did, but it was just in front of a waterfall, and that was so much fun because it was a sunrise hike to a waterfall through the forest, and we just crossed a lot of bridges over the water, and it was just such a good time. Um, the Zion one, same thing. It was a sunrise elopement to the canyon overlook. And then afterwards, we just like, they rented us like a little glamping teepee tent. So we all took a nap. And then we all woke up and made a picnic and then just like had a picnic at sunset. And so I'm kind of, those two are tied, but wow, yeah. And it's surprising because I hate waking up for sunrise hikes. So the fact that those two are tied, it's kind of funny to me, but but the people, I think the reason they're my favorite is because those couples, both of those couples were just like super down to earth and I'm still like friends with them, you know, like I could call yep. them or FaceTime them right now and they'd pick up, you know? So, and it's been years. Those are both in 2020. So. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of 2020, during 2020, <laughs> we did yes. plenty of micro weddings. So that was kind of our bread and butter for 2020. Like that's it. We did like 12, 12 or 13 micro weddings. And uh, I was a really big fan of how intimate like those weddings were, you know, because in, in Massachusetts and New England, you know, we were limited. Yeah, it's been a couple of years now, obviously. But uh, I want to say you couldn't have more than 20 people or twenty. there might have been 25 people. And that included your vendors. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, that if you were in that group you made the cut like you were the most important people in that couple's lives and so what can you explain to the listeners what the difference between like a micro wedding and an elopement is okay so that is subjective for me personally. I think an elopement is truly just the couple, no one else, no guests except for like your photo and video vendor. So a lot of my elopement couples who chose to just elope just the two of them, they said, well, we're going to bring our photo and video people so that they can document it. And that way we can share it with our friends and family who obviously weren't there And, um, that way it's just like, everyone was like a part of it somehow. You know what I mean? Um, then there are people who say elopements are like anyone under like, or any size under like 10 guests. Cause that could, that could just mean like your immediate family, parents and siblings. So you could have an elopement with like less than 10 people. But to me, that's an intimate wedding. Right. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would a hundred percent agree. Like that's, yeah. yeah, So so I I wasn't micro wedding. Intimate wedding, micro wedding, I think can go anywhere up to like 40 people. My pricing cutoff is 20, but my mom's wedding had 40 people. And I thought that was like the perfect, like intimate size wedding. But yeah, that's, that's my opinion of it. Elopement and micro wedding, right? Yeah. So elopement, zero guests. Zero guests, My, just micro a wedding, That's just a up bit. to like 20, 20, 40 ish guests. Yeah, and I, I would 40. You're officially becoming a wedding, like a actual yeah, wedding, a wedding, wedding. You yeah. know? Yeah, I agree. What do you think makes elopement so special? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, 
The reason elopements are so special is because in our culture, in our society of America, we put a lot of like strict traditions or expectations that you're supposed to do a wedding like this. You're supposed to throw the bouquet and garden toss. You're supposed mm-hmm. to invite everyone you've possibly ever met. You know, you're supposed to just do all these things. And newsflash, no one has ever done, done those things before their wedding day, like taken off a garter, like who's done that? You know what I mean? The reason I think elopements are so special is because you are taking out all that fluff, all the traditional fluff that people are telling you to do. And instead you're making your wedding day a day that's about the two of you. So I've had, or I actually have a couple who's coming up to Oregon and they asked me to just completely plan their day. And the way I planned it was I got on a call with them and I just said, tell me about yourselves. Like, tell me about your relationship. What do you guys love to do? They said they love hiking. They said they love butterflies. They said that they love um, fishing and they love picnics. And I was like, great, we're going to do all four of those things. And they were like, oh, okay, great. And so I scouted around the gorge and their elopement's coming up in like two months. And I'm like super excited because I was like, guys, this is a day that you're going to be doing things that you already love to do. That natural joy is going to come out in your photos and video. Like it makes it so much better. And then you can go home and talk about your elopement and be like, yeah, we did things that we've done before. You know what I mean? It was special it was else. Fun. Or there are elopement couples that want their elopement date because mind you, when you take out all that fluff, the world becomes your oyster. You know what I mean? That day is so open to whatever you want it to be. So I've done an elopement where the couple flew in from Florida to Alaska and they decided to get into a helicopter and just do a bunch of landings around glaciers. And that was brand new to them. But for their elopement day, they wanted to just experience something completely new. And I was like, I love that idea. Like, That's awesome. you know, maybe you guys do the same thing over and over again all the time, but maybe for your elopement day to make it special, you do something new. So that's why I think elopements are so special is because you just, you take out everything and now it's like you have all this freedom to make your day the way you exactly want it to be. So, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was really good. I do, <laughs> I do want to have real talk for a minute. Just real talk, just being you. Can we go back to the garter toss? And I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be real honest. I does anybody else think that that's just gross? It's so cringe. Every time I do that, I low key look over at like the grandparents or parents. I just, I just do, and it's so funny because they like their facial reactions are always like uncomfortable. They're trying to look away, you know what I mean? But like laughing, you know, and I'm like, oh gosh, I told my boyfriend, we're not engaged, but we talk about our future wedding and I just go, we are, I refuse. <laughs> Out so. of between 2020 and 2021, because we, we haven't, I've done one wedding this year. We've been taking it easy. Our next wedding isn't until June. Uh, but we, uh, I did no garter tosses at all at any of our weddings and only one bouquet toss. That was it. And I'm okay to see that stuff get phased out. Like I, cause the the last, the the last garter that I had physically seen that I was there working and recording was, uh, 
I don't want to get too inappropriate, but it was a like 20, like late twenties, you know, female who was unbelievably attractive and some poor, like 13 year old boy caught the, the bouquet or the uh, garter. And then I didn't know that like the tradition was that they put it back like on the other person. And I am, I know. And he had, so I, so the, there's two phases to the garter to, to the garter, which I didn't, I, I I hadn't seen before was you throw said garter, you throw said bouquet. And then the person that catches the bouquet gets the garter put back on them from the person who caught the garter. So that, you know, I'm assuming would be, you know, you're throwing it to like a bridesmaid or something. She sits down and then the, the, uh, single guy is the one that puts the garter on her. Like that's the final sequence so, like, of events. Anyway, like they're, they're next. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, no, but I just, I was looking at this like adolescence face and he is just mortified. Cause the entire room is staring at this kid. There's a fucking spotlight on him and I'm just sitting there going, I cannot believe that I am party to this right now. Like I cannot believe that this is actually, you know what I mean? Like it was such a cringe moment that I was like, I literally, I told Brittany, I was like, I don't ever want to see a garter toss again. <laughs> I was like, I, don't, like, I would feel just, the same way. That oh, was, was probably awful. very traumatizing for him. Yeah, no, like it was so. Anyways, I hope I hope we do away with garter tosses. I deep down in my soul. Um, so one one thing that you you covered, one thing that I've noticed in the reels, and one thing that you were just talking about a second ago with like you, the photographer, no family members, um, is so mind you, I'm I'm pretty dumb when it comes to elopements. So please don't like laugh at me too hard. There's okay. is there is there an officiant? It, or sometimes sometimes the couples like already went to the courthouse and they just signed and yep. they made it official already but they didn't like count it like emotionally you know what i mean they just signed and they're like we're not married yet until we actually say our vows at the top of the mountain next week you know what i mean so i always tell them like if you are you know i guide them with like how to get officially married in the state if they do want to like get an officiant and sign, you know, the legal documents, but they would need an officiant for that. Or, um, they could have their vendors, their photo video people sign as, um, uh, witnesses if one of us was ordained. But mm-hmm. other than that, I just encourage my couples to be like, just, just make it official at your courthouse, you know, get all the paperwork, but don't actually like consider it official until you, you know, have your day with us, you know? So people usually are like, yeah, the paperwork gets confusing, but yeah, yeah sometimes Brittany, it's efficient, sometimes it's not. I was going to say, Brittany and I are in the same boat. So when we came out here from California, uh, in California, they didn't care who was on your medical insurance. So if you were paying for their medical insurance, they didn't give a shit. They were like, all right, cool, whatever. Uh, so yeah. Brittany was on my insurance. Like I just added her to my insurance policy at work. Like that was it. So then I came out here um, and I was talking to HR as I was doing everything. And I was like, well, I need to put Brittany on my insurance. And they were like, well, do you have your marriage certificate? And I was like, no, we're not married. And they're like, well, in Massachusetts, you, you have to be married in order to add somebody to your medical insurance. 
I was like, well, ain't that some bullshit? I was like, because she can't come out here without insurance. Like, that's not how life works. That's not adulting. And uh, so I called her and told her what was going on. Our wedding was already planned and good to go for October 11th of that year. Right. But this is January. And I was like, hey, we got to go get married. Like I, you know, so I hopped on a plane. It was a Friday. I hopped on a plane, took a plane to San Diego. Uh, we went to the courthouse in San Diego, did our thing, you know, with somebody who looked like they were literally wearing a high school graduation gown. And then, uh, I jumped <laughs> on a plane and went right back to Massachusetts. I was like, but a bang, we're married. So Yay! yeah, like we, we, we joke about like, what day do we celebrate? Because we were technically married on the 31st of January. Uh, but then we did our ceremony and everything on October 11th, like we should have. So we, we always joke about that, about having two anniversaries now. So. Ooh, two anniversaries in one. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know. You like how you like how she went from, I wish she was here right now because she'd, she'd be giving such a dirty look. Uh, we went from having one wedding to two. It wasn't like, which date do we celebrate? It was, no, we have two. <laughs> I like it. I would have been the same. Are you backing up your footage? Is it seamless, running in the background, and easily available? Bring in Backblaze, the world's easiest cloud backup. Our workflow is so simple. We offload our footage onto our external drives. Then that evening, the files automatically start backing up into the cloud. There's nothing else for us to do. Imagine having the peace of mind that your footage is stored off-site, in a safe location, where you can easily retrieve it from your browser, and that it is crazy affordable. That's Backblaze. Click on our affiliate link below and get one month free.